Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? Welcome to this week's edition of the Geekly Planet, where we talk about all the things that we're geeking out about. We hope that you enjoy this week's episode with your hosts, Pat Aldridge, TJ Tamer, and Trey Pierce. Hey everybody, welcome into this week's edition of the Geekly Planet, where we talk about all the things we're geeking out about. And for some really odd reason, you've decided to join us to hear what we're geeking out about. We here at the Geekly Planet believe that we all geek out about something, and you are here to hear us. And... Tonight is a special episode, and it deserved a little, uh, I believe it deserved a little intro music, so here I go. (laughs) That's right, folks. You are stuck... With the dynamic duo of myself and TJ. Trey was unavailable, so we just had, I just had to come up with something. Trey, we miss you, buddy. We're sorry things are working out schedule-wise for you, but uh, know that we love you and we miss you. Yep. I was like, where are you going with this? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I thought about giving you a heads up, but I needed a. I decided I wanted a more, you know, just off the cuff kind of. Yeah, sure, response sure, sure, from sure, you, sure. So I was like, dude, this is ex- this is only uh, episode one ninety six. We still got four more before we get to two hundred. <laughs> Are you serious? I haven't yeah. been keeping track. So yeah, wow. well, I do because I just I label them episode whatever. <laughs> And uh, so I label them episode episode one ninety four, one ninety five. I just uploaded one ninety five today because I forgot. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and of course, you didn't let me know. So now, when we're done here, I'm gonna have to go on social media and promote it. No, no, no. I literally so. just uploaded it five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully, after our conversation, our lengthy conversation, because we are getting started a little bit early. Yeah. Yeah, we had. I think. I think TJ and I had that same thought, and just didn't want to. We both didn't want to voice it that with Trey being gone, we could start a little earlier. But then finally, yeah. I texted. I'm like, "Hey, do you want to start earlier?" And by that, I mean, can we please start earlier? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was. We were watching the voice, and I just paused and was like, "All right, we're going now." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was sitting on the couch with Cheryl and. We were talking about our days and stuff. I'm like, oh, got to go. Podcast. <laughs> it's all about priorities, TJ. That's right. It is. It is. It so. is. How you doing, my friend? Oh, I'm doing pretty fine. Pretty good. Mom's coming tomorrow. Um, is she coming to like, got, give you a whooping or something? Probably. But while she's here, she's also she's getting a tattoo. And, <laughs> awesome. Uh, and, she getting, uh, you know? She's getting a Harry Potter Something Harry Potter, Deathly Hallows with some stuff, I think. Okay, okay. And then she's going to watch the boys play sports uh, play, Thursday play and the Saturday. 
Yeah, but Saturday's probably not going to happen because that's about the time the hurricane rain will come oh, to the see. area. So, yeah. So, speaking of bad weather, uh, last week, Tuesday, um, we got some huge hail come through and it was like man it was like the the like even all the weather apps are saying clear clear all day you know gonna be a nice day and it was like this freak thing that happened like trees are down in my neighborhood wow um, like when it stopped because like when it stopped literally like two minutes later the sun's back out right 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 and so Everybody's out there helping everybody else clean up. Like the neighbor across the street lost a huge limb into the street, which evidently for some reason it was more convenient to push into my yard. But <laughs> like three or four people came over with their chainsaws and cut it all up. And the next day, like the city came through and picked it all up and it was awesome. So, yeah. Yep. That's, um, yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah, I don't like when wind. Or I don't like when the rain is going sideways. That's not a good. That's not a good sign. Yeah, if if the weather, it might slow down when it gets over land. I really hope it does, honestly, because right now it's supposed to start raining Friday afternoon and rain to Sunday afternoon, like three inches of rain in two days. And uh, you know, I really wish it would hold off so that we could get Wyatt's football game in Saturday, but we'll just have to. Wait and see. Okay. Okay. So. So I know you're the only one who can see this, TJ, but I'm back in recording in my garage. And if, yeah, my, and if my face looks a little bit brighter, it's because my wife got super industrious on Saturday while I was at work at Costco and replaced both the garage lights by herself. That's awesome. I was about to say it's real bright in there. It is really bright in here. Brighter than it's the, been in quite a while. I mean, I'm in the dark. I just got a light on over there so you can see. Yeah. Me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you're not just this voiceless void or this right. voice void. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> yeah. So, my friend, we have some topics to talk about. We do. We can let's, talk about Let's, let's start with uh, uh, House of the Dragon. Just get it over with real fast. <laughs> Okay, so this last episode, um, I think the queen, who used to be the princess's best friend, finally understands what a perilous position she's in with her son. And um, um, I think that, you know, I kind of have a feeling she's going to go into like full B mode. Yeah. And just become a terror, and no one's going to like her after this. Yeah, uh, Trey has left us his thoughts. Um, his thoughts on House of the Dragon is that the political intrigue is maxing out. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I guess it's your opinion on political intrigue. Well, and the thing about it is, like, if you're going to call this show House of the Dragons... I think it's mandatory that we need to see a dragon at least once an episode. 
Because right now it's not House of the Dragons. I, right. I it's see House very of, few dragons. It's House of the whiny people. And incest. Yeah. <laughs> Among other things, you know. Um so, Yeah, this isn't my cup of tea. I'm gonna just throw that out there. Yeah, you know, it's it's as you would say, it's fine. It's, it's you know, fine. it's not really grabbing my my attention, but it's holding my attention barely, as you yeah, said in our text message. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so, I don't have anything else to say about that. <laughs> yeah, really. So, She Hulk was another blah episode that you know, great. Her cousin got married. Congratulations. Titania showed up. Titania shows up at the wedding. Right. She shows up at the wedding. And I think the funniest line in there was Titania telling She-Hulk that it's not all about her. And it can't be because it's all about Titania. So, exactly. So it's hard to be – it can't be all about two people. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Trey, it, was a, it was another unnecessary episode. Uh, let's see. Trey's, Trey's thoughts are accurate. We might finally be getting to the meat of what's going on. They're obviously making a bigger needle to try to get her blood. Whoever they are. (laughs) Right. And who's the they? Because at the end, you saw like some dark secret room or laboratory or something. So I don't know. At this point, it's just ambiguous bad guy. So Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah. Hopefully we'll make some progress this week, but I'm not going to hold my breath. You know, they're, you know, people are arguing about the people that complain about the show and how the joke was that they teased Daredevil. And then that's right. It's a self-contained wedding episode, but that wasn't even true because we had the, 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 the ambiguous bad guy lab. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't self-contained. You just you, you think you're being clever by not giving the people what they want. Right. But really it just makes you jerks. So <laughs> <laughs> because like I said, and it's not their fault, it's the writing, but she is the least she's the not she's not the least. Some of the minor characters are for sure. But she's not the best thing about her own TV show. Yeah. So, you know, it's whatever. We're going to see Daredevil probably next episode. And that's fine. Cool. I'm not even, you know, I'm more sold on Daredevil Born Again and his 16 episodes than I am him popping up in his red and yellow suit in this. Because uh, this one, like, like I said, it's just not doing it for me at all. Yeah. Like I'm watching it and it's fine. It's humorous. She's humorous. I think she, I like her as a character or as an actress. She's got some, she's got funny. She's got charisma. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't have any problem with her, but the show sucks. So it's what everybody was complaining about Batman and Superman in the DC universe. They're great. But so, so are you going off script? Is this show not fine anymore? It sucks now. Fine. It sucks. Okay. It's it's not fine. Like she's I, I really enjoy her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I think she was a good choice. I like mm-hmm. She Hulk. 
Um, as a character, I like her fourth wall breaks, but the show is not good. The writing is not good. The the law drama is not good. Um, so she's making the best out of a bad, bad situation, in my opinion. So, like, she, it would be the only reason that I would come back and watch another season. Okay. Her personally. Right. Because so far they've given me no reason <laughs> to to think that anything there else they're going to say is good. Because it's been all over the place. It has. We don't it's, really have, we're not telling a story yet. No, we're definitely not. And and we've had funny parts. We've had really funny parts. Um, I thought the episodes with Bruce, the first two were great. Because of the interactions. Absolutely. But then since then, not good. Um, you know, I, I get it that Wongers wasn't everybody's cup of tea, but I thought Wongers was hilarious. Mm-hmm. The Wongers in Madison was great. <laughs> <laughs> they need their own show. They do because it was good interaction. It was, it was vibing off of each other, you know, but outside of that, like you said, it's all over the place. We don't know what's happening. Titania's come out of nowhere. And, like, are we supposed to be scared about Titania? She doesn't do anything. Like, she's not tough, a threat. Right? Great. She's not a threat at all. Right. Right? And so... I mean, she punched she punched She-Hulk out of the wedding, onto the back patio. But, you know, okay. <laughs> okay. And then She-Hulk ended the fight, like, 37 seconds later. And so... Right. You know, so and she's just a narcissist. Yeah, we had we had the guy show up with their with their, you know, construction tools and get whooped and not get her blood. We don't know who's trying to get her blood. We don't know why they're trying to get her blood. You know, so that might be interesting. But you're taking 87 years to get there. Right. Right. So. Um, about the only part of the legal side of this show that I like is her her staff person, whatever her mm-hmm. name is. Mm-hmm. She's yeah, an interesting she's, character. Yeah, she's and funny. The way that she kind of brought everybody together under in this lawsuit thing in this last one was was uh, entertaining for me. Yeah, sure. I love to see, uh, yeah, I'm- I love to see a lawyer sitting cross legged on the middle of the you know conference table you know getting into everybody's business yeah yeah no she yeah she's definitely about bad that's about it yeah i could leave um i could be i could do without almost everybody else yeah for sure for sure for sure so hopefully with these last couple episodes we'll actually do something but yeah that'd be great not holding my breath no, me neither. So, uh, let's see. What's the uh, we got? Andor. So, I texted this to our group chat um, on whatever app that is. Discord. Discord. Thank you. Um, texted on Discord. Like I got through the first two episodes and they were okay. You know, it was it was kind of meh. The third episode for me kind of picked up because we finally started to gain some traction. Like 
I understand we're world building. I get that, but there's better ways to tell a world building side of the story. Yeah, so I did not watch them until today. Um, I just didn't have time. Uh, and so I watched um, all three this afternoon and uh, almost fell asleep twice during the first two episodes because <laughs> I was in my chair. I leaned back and I was like, whoo, it's getting getting tough and this show is boring. <laughs> and so, <laughs> like, we got Cassian, right? We got um, we got grown up Cassian doing his thing. That's cool. Um, you know, it was fine. Uh, nothing, nothing magical at all about the first two, right? Um, you know, Diego Luna was is great as Cassian, still great. Um, you know, we saw we saw him. Like I forgot. Like I went back and watched the first thirty minutes of Rogue One because I, okay. you know, I, I hadn't watched it in a while, and so, um, when Cassian shows up in Rogue One, that guy is panicking, and he straight up kills both of the stormtroopers and that guy. <laughs> because I will say, in that first one, when he's you know looking for his sister, and he. When when he headbutts that one dude and he dies, I don't, I'm not sure how he dies. Maybe he bumped his head on it when he fell. I don't know. But then he straight up shot that guard in the face. I was like, oh, uh, oh, okay, right. This is <laughs> how so, this is how this is gonna be, right? And so I was like, dang, like this dude just a straight up murderer. And uh, then I was like, what what happens? Like what is what even is happening now? And so then I had to remember. Obviously, he's like a you know. A street rat, mm-hmm. and then he's going to end up turning into a rebel spy, right? So, like I said, first two episodes, I texted Josh and I was like, "Hey, have you watched this?" And he was like, "No, nah, I'm watching it tonight." Is it good? And I was like, "I'm watching now. It's real slow." And he was like, "Appreciate, thanks for the heads up." But then I told him I watched episode three. Instantly, it picked up in episode three. I even texted you and was like, "Yo, I'm gonna need this pace to like quadruple." <laughs> because it's killing me but then three happens right and we get uh you know we get the the whatever corporation goon squad out there we get cassian meeting with uh you know Skarsgård and uh with uh what's what i don't know his name is in the show either do i (laughs) who cares and so uh you know we're watching uh Skarsgård style and he's good in everything he's in and so oh yeah but like they teased him in episode two, he's flying, he's getting over there close, right? As soon as he pops up, I you know he's the buyer, right? Of the piece oh, yeah. of tech, oh yeah, right. And so then I and I will I even looked it up because I was like, why is my TV broken and why is it not translating the native language? <laughs> like, what is happening? Right, speaking Canary. I thank you. Uh, yes, they are. I would like to know what they're saying. <laughs> but it was intentional. They did it on purpose. They wanted you to, you know, because everybody in the Star Wars uh-huh. universe speaks galactic basic, which is English, right? Except for this tribe, apparently, in the backwater woods of Canary, which would make sense. Mm-hmm. But they were like... You need to, you know, look at their body language and kind of vibe what's going on. And I was like, I don't want to do that. It sounds like way too much work. 
right? Like, just tell me, you're telling me a story with no words. Tell me the story, right? Like, oh, is she sad? I, I, sure. What's the plan? Beats me. They're going to go to the ship. Little sister, stay here. All right, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> so, but then episode three picks up for sure. It does. Yeah, so. we get explosions. We get laser laser bolts firing, fire, you know, flying everywhere. Right. Um, Giant machinery of pieces following, falling from the ceiling. Right, trying to crush everybody. <laughs> and it's funny. He comes to buy that piece of tech, and they just leave it as if 100%. it's not important. Right, in which. We find out later it really wasn't the reason he was there. Right. But still, he was you like, even if he, like, he even said, even if I don't get you, I'll still pay you $40,000 or units for this piece of equipment. So obviously, he's about to give him 40,000 credits. So it's valuable enough, but not, but you're telling him to leave it. <laughs> like, right. Well, you were going to pay for it, bro. Like, Obviously, I still want to get paid (laughs) or even better. If you wanted really wanted me and I'm going to run away with you. Imagine if we run, if I leave and we have the piece of technology, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, and then you got the, you know, you got the, the, the Lieutenant investigator who his boss was like, and he did it. He hundred percent said, these guards got caught up trying to shake somebody down. They shake the wrong dude down. Like, that's he, he he called exactly what happened. Oh, he yeah. was like, just let it lie, my dude. Like, you know, just let and it lie. Couldn't let it lie. And 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 so when he's standing there after everything's blowed up, you know what he's thinking? I I, I should have left it alone. I didn't know. <laughs> and so now there's a lot of people dead. <laughs> that I'm gonna have to explain. When he when the boss comes back. And I, I get it that the sergeant or whatever was like, Yeah, dude. Let's go investigate this. But still, my man, like you, you just let it be. <laughs> but I can't I we can't let it be. But we gotta have intrigue, and I, it's fine. I'm down with it. And so it's um, so after watching the first three episodes, it's not as bad as I thought it was gonna be. I think it's gonna only get better. Yeah. But at the end of the day, Trey's right. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I will say this. This is, and let's just put it out there. Let's, I'm going to read Trey for everybody so that he gets credit, uh, right? Because this will be the only show or movie that Star Wars has made in the middle of this timeline that has no bearing on the future outside of Mandalorian season one where Trey enjoyed it. <laughs> wow. Cause he said, damn you Disney for making a good show that I know how it ends. <laughs> right. So he, he, he likes it. He likes it. Which is good. Which, which is means good. they're, which means they're telling a quality story though. A hundred percent. Like Mando season one, this has nothing to do with Skywalkers. It has nothing to do with uh, Palpatine. It has nothing to do with anything. The Empire is there. They are enslaving the galaxy. 
the rebels don't like it. <laughs> and, you know, he's about to turn into a rebel spy that we see in Rogue One with the Death Star plans. Like, so we know how this is going to go, but cool. Right? So uh, my question is, does he, I, and I got to finish watching Rogue One, does he know Saul Guerrero? Well, I don't think he does, does he? I don't think he does. Okay, she does. Jane yeah. Ursa does. So yeah. she's the one that's like, we got to go see Saul Guerrero because at Rebel headquarters, they're like, yeah, nah, that dude crazy. <laughs> they're not wrong. They're they're not wrong. Because I was a little bit excited because I thought we were going to get Forrest Whitaker, but then he doesn't know him, and so there's no reason to get Forrest Whitaker. So, because I'm always down for Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, I can see that. I'm, so, I can but agree we don't that. we don't have any reason to see him. So, it's fine. It's good. Um, it's better than after, I thought it was going to be. Sure, 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 sure. After episode three, I say it's good. After episode one, I was like, "This is boring as crap." <laughs> Like I li- and I don't fall. I could watch a movie like right now. I've seen Bad Boys two like eight hundred times, but if I go in there and turn it on and it's on, I'm gonna sit there and watch it. I yeah, you are. Ha- have almost never ever fallen asleep to movies unless I just intentionally in college had the TV on in the background. But I legit almost fell asleep twice during the first two episodes because of how slow we were moving. <laughs> so speaking of Bad Boys two. The best scene in that movie has to be when they're interrogating the the kid that comes to date Martin Lawrence's daughter. No, oh, a, a thousand percent. Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious scene. Oh, gosh. So good. <laughs> uh, okay. So that's, three, that's three down, right? That's, yeah. And then we get to the Rings of Power. And... And I saw that you FaceTimed me on Friday and sorry I was at work. Yeah, bro. no, I figured you were. I was like, I was like, he's gotta know I'm at work that I would answer him if I could. Because I knew you would just you had just watch it and you just seen what you wanted to see, what you've been talking about this entire time. You saw Balrog. Yeah. And you got excited. I did. It's so good. Now, here's the thing. We're going to go ahead and just put this out there. Uh, For people that know the lore, yes, they did change that. That whole thing with the Mithril being shot down from the lightning between the love and the hate and that whatever from the Simerals. Uh, Yeah, that's not how that goes down. However, I'm not convinced that that's what they – that's not – I'm not convinced that that's what Amazon is saying happened. I think that Gil, uh, the Gilgalad is the king, the high king of the elves, is lying to Elrond to deceive him. Or uh, is lying. There, somebody's lying, basically. Well, and he might not even, if that's the story that he's been told, he might not even know that it's, a, it's, it's false. Yeah, because Elrond even says that this is apocryphal, right? Like yeah. nobody thinks this is how what, what went down. But he's like, tell me anyway, right? So I think that they're being duped. I think that's what he was told by Sauron to convince him to forge the rings of power. That's how <coughs> <coughs> excuse me. So without Mithril, 
the elves are going to die off. Yeah. And. Yep. So I think personally, that's what it is. So are the rings of power made out of Mithril? No, not not. There's the rings of power, the 17 rings of power. Wait. 20 rings of power. Nine and seven is 16. 19 rings of power. <laughs> You're so good at math, bro. Right. 20 because you got the one ring. But the 19 rings, right? Nine for the kings of men, seven for the dwarves, the dwarves. and three, three for, for the elves. elves. Right. And so um, they make the three outside of the commission of Sauron, which is why he doesn't get them. He's got the nine that will that that consume the men and turn them into the Nazgul, right? He gets three of the dwarven rings, okay? The other four are consumed by dragon fire. Okay? That's what happens to them. Like he's even trying to get the dwarves to basically at one point he's even trying to bribe uh, one of the kings saying he'll give him back Casa Doom and the Three Rings of Power if he'll you know whatevs, but he's like nah, fam. And so, um, he doesn't ever get the ones from the from the elves, right? Elrond has one. Galadriel's going to end up with one, and Gandalf is going to end up with one from your uh, your boy. Uh, Gil Gallad, I think. Okay, he's going to give it to Gandalf. Okay? okay, the nineteen rings of power are all imbued with a gem. Okay, they're all imbued with a gem, except for the one ring, which is just the gold band forged in the fires of Mount Doom. Right. So, uh, for people that don't know, that's that's what ha- they, that's how they all go down. Right. Um, uh, so I think that we just we got some shenanigans and deceptions being told to the dwarves or to the elves, which is why they build the forge in the first place. And right, because he shows up, Sauron shows up as Anatar, I think is his name. He disguises himself. Uh, as an agent of light and tricks him into making the rings of power for him. Got it. Right. That's because that's what's happening, right? He's, he, he's making the ring of power. He goes to Mount doom and, and pours all of his power and hatred, most of it into the ring, which is why it's so powerful. But that's why when everyone wears the ring, not only does it empower them with naturally long life, in, uh, unnaturally long life, or whatever, uh, like in the like in the books, it gives Sam the ability to understand Orcish, the Black Speech, um, when he has it while he's in Mor- while he's in Mordor, carrying it for that split second. Right. Mm-hmm. So the ring has all these powers, and. Um, uh, but but what it's doing at the same time is it's 
giving you power, but it's leeching life out of you. So Sauron made the ring, and it consumes him where he cannot live apart from the ring because he poured all of his power into the ring, which is why it's able to control the rest of them. So like this is what's coming down the lane at some point. Nowhere close to that yet uh, in this show. But I did want to point it out there uh, for those that are like, that's not how that goes. Settle down. I think we're just seeing some deception. <laughs> like, I don't think that. The, and, but even if they do, does it really change anything? No. Who, who cares? They're giving Mithril some, some, you know, some sauce as opposed to just being real pretty. <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, in this episode, we also got the Harfoots. Cool. Still doing their thing. Still traveling. Still traveling. We got the uh, haven't gotten to the Shire yet, where they're gonna where they're gonna set down roots. Yeah, I think that's what the Grove is. Like you said, I'm pretty sure that's what that is. Um, you know, the stranger fought off the wolves. Uh, and then healed his arm with ice powers. <laughs> With the powers that he's displaying, I kind of, you know, while I, while I'm sticking with my he's Gandalf, you know, he could also be Radagast. I'm not convinced he's Gandalf. Okay, I, like I understand that, and that's I think is a good guess. You know what I'm saying? Based on what we know and what's coming, I think it's a good guess. A good guess, but why? Based on how he's he's his powers with the ice, and I think that Lee's legit just going to be a blue wizard that we know nothing about. Okay. Which I'm down okay. with. I'm a hundred percent fine with either way. Yeah. I'm good either way. Good either way. But um, I do. I appreciated how he's t- even taken on their accent. There's there's there. Uh, I guess they'd be Scottish accent the way that they're talking or Irish. I don't know yeah. what accent that is, but um, how he's taking on their accent while she's talking to him. Um, you know, she gets her hand froze and he scares her off. He doesn't mean his eyes are closed. Like, I don't think that he knows that she's there. He didn't mean to do it. Oh, a hundred percent. He didn't mean to do it. Right. But just like he didn't mean to kill the, the fireflies either but i agree with her i don't think it's sauron people have said he's uh, it's not sauron um because sauron didn't come back and forget everything like that's not how that happened right Right. because he's manipulating the situation with the forging of the rings of power anyway he can't do that and be the stranger that doesn't know anything like people are people need to use their brain powers when they're coming up with stuff. Um Galadriel and the Numenors. Uh she talked Halbrand into quit being a whiny little baby. So cool for him. Uh and I- 
Yep. I basically want to see her fight more. Oh, 100%. She's 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 a killer. Yeah. Like she she's is, pretty she, BA. Yeah, she was whooping them dudes with them swords. I mean, just Oh yeah. whooping them. Yeah. It I was actually lie, entertaining though. to watch how inept they were. Oh, sure. I ain't gonna lie, though. I 100% thought that a sealed door was gonna jump into the fight and be the one that that got her. Right. But it's fine. He he got onto the boat anyway. And um, so we're headed to Middle Earth. That's fun. With less ships than they were planning on, because mm-hmm. a couple of them got blowed up. Yeah. So we got a nice small company of folks that's going to go to Middle Earth and how brand, you know, it's interesting because what's your majiglet, uh, Walreg or whatever his name is, uh, turned off half the folks to come with him to um, to Ada, who is not Sauron. And like I said last week, I, he's not I, I, he's not Sauron and he confirmed it. He's not. And so, right. uh, which I knew he wasn't like, why are you going to deliver? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not how they're going to introduce him. Like, I think right. we're going to see him as Anatar and talking about these rings of power. And then one of the big teasers is when Anatar shifts and it's Sauron gasp like we didn't all know it was coming. So right. Well, if if you know what Lord of the Ring, if you know how the the rings went, but at, not knowing that that could be a twist for sure. Yeah. If you know nothing. <laughs> um, brother Elf talked his talked his woman off a ledge. <laughs> so said, "Hey, hey, don't do that." <laughs> Yeah. Um, I appreciate that Theo didn't go, and I appreciate the fact that he showed um, showed him the sword, the hilt. Like he's right. not being sneaky secret with it, which kind of threw off my vibe that he was going to end up being a Nazgul. So maybe he's not going to be a Nazgul because he kind of just shunning that off a little bit, right? And Halbrand, like he, you know, he was, everybody's thinking he's something shady. But I think, I think he's still, I think he is still on path where he could be the king of the dead, if we're being honest. So I think he could still go down that path. Oh, yeah. Not being there when they call for aid, fulfilling his oath. Yep. So I'm digging it. I'm still digging it. Yeah, it 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 continues to get better. Yeah, it's of everything good. that we're currently watching, it continues to get better. Yeah, so, so far, totally down. so far, if I had to rank them, uh, it would be at the top by a wide margin, and then Andor, Andor is going to sneak in there at number two. But there'll still be a wide margin <laughs> between first and second. There's now just right. a wider margin <laughs> between second and third, which is uh, She-Hulk for sure. She-Hulk. Okay, good. We're on the same page. Yeah, then. Nah, yeah. House of Dragons just not doing it for me. Like it's just yeah. not. And and if I'm I mean, being I'll, honest, I gotta it, finish it just because I started it. You know. Sure. Sure. 
But, but if there's a season two, I don't know that I'm in for season two. No, I think we might just let Trey give us a kind of here's what's happening, recap, and move past. Yeah. Like, it's okay that we geek out about things, but just because we do this podcast doesn't mean we have to geek out about everything. <laughs> about the same things. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Like, you know. And it, you know. It, it'd be one of those things where if somebody, if this goes in like three, four seasons and they're like, this is so good. Like you have to, you have to convince me why it's so good. Cause, right. <laughs> cause as of now, it's not so good. <laughs> Considering how game of Thrones crap the bed when it came to wrapping it up, you know? Yeah. A hundred percent. So we teased it last week. I think we got to have the conversation. Sure. TJ, who who plays the best movie villain? Oh man. That's a it's a tough question. It really is. Um I thought you were going to ask me what the best droid was. <laughs> <laughs> and I was gonna say that new droid from Andor is is pretty fun <laughs> and pretty, adorable. And his little speech impediment. Yeah, and his little and his little little compact contraction thing. <laughs> I'm gonna go hide now. Yeah, like a turtle. And so, um, man, it's so tough. Are you talking about? What actor plays the best villain roles? Yeah. Or, okay. Because <sighs> I sent you that. I sent you guys that list. Sure. It was sure, a pretty sure, good sure. list. It was a pretty yeah. good list. Let me pull the list back up. Because there are several contenders there. You know what I mean? Oh, a hundred percent. Uh. There we go. Was it in the chat or was it on the app? Text. Um, like their number one person right there is Alan Rickman. And, you know, he's Hans Gruber. He's the sheriff of Nottingham. He's Severus Snape. But can you really count Severus Snape as a villain? They are. Well, sure. I was going to say Gary Oldman does a lot of really good villains. Um, And one that's not even on here is that he's the villain in the Book of Eli. Right. He's the sheriff of the town or whatever. Right. Like Gary Oldman, and I and and it's not hard for me to land there because I think Gary Oldman is great in everything that he does, right? But especially in villain roles, and that's that's where I kind of wanted to lead the conversation. Like, it's a great list, and you could read through the list if you want to, but I don't think you have. If you're going for the best on-screen movie villain. Mm-hmm. The actor that plays a really good villain. I think it's got to be Gary Oldman, right? 
Yeah, the only other one, like this is just for our viewers, the top five are Alan be Rickman. listeners, by the way, not viewers. All right, whatever, listeners. <laughs> Alan Rickman, Gary Oldman, Javier Bardem, Hugo Weaving, Jack Nicholson. Uh, six is Tim Curry, seven is Charles Dance, eight is Christopher Waltz, um, nine is Christopher Lee, and ten is Vincent Price. Um, so I'll just give you out of that top ten, here's how I would rank uh the top few. I would put Gary Oldman at the top. I think we both agree. I mean, dude is dude is great. I wouldn't put Alan Rickman up there because uh, I mean, he he is he does play other things other than villains, but my my next go to would be uh, would be Hugo Weaving actually. Like, dude gives off you know villain vibes, creeper vibes. Yeah, like Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson's fine. He gives off really creeper vibes. Uh, like in whatever. Um. You know, Charles Dance plays like a more sophisticated kind of villain, so I don't really vibe in there. Uh, but Christopher Waltz plays a ton of villains that you don't think about. You know, he's the Colonel in Glorious Bastards. He's uh, Cardinal Richelieu in The Musketeers. You know, he's uh, he's what you call it, Inspector. I don't remember his name. Uh, but Christopher Lee does good villains. Christopher Lee does do a good villain. It's because of his voice, though. You know what I'm saying? His voice makes him a good villain. And I think that's what Vincent Price has going for him, too. Oh, sure. A hundred percent. That's That was what I was going to say next. Those two, I would say, are because of their voice. Right. You know, Christopher Walken puts off like a weird villain vibe. vibe you know, uh... Jack Nicholson puts off like a psychopath vibe. Right. Right. The Joker, The Shining. Like he puts off psycho vibes, right? One flew over a cuckoo's nest. Yeah, 100%. Like just just straight up, uh, you know, psycho vibes. And But I would say my top three I'm going to put as Gary Oldman, Hugo Weaving, and mm, I don't know about that third one. Mm. Just go Christopher Lee and we could wrap this thing up. Yeah, it could be Christopher Lee. He's got that crazy good voice for being a villain. Yep. Plus, those are also nerddoms, right? You got right. Gary Gary Oldman has been in a ton of nerddoms, but also he's just amazing. At do you still have that list pulled up? I do spin down it because there were there were I think at least two women on there that I didn't even think about yeah because when I think villain I think guy because I'm a sexist pig evidently well it's just you know Christopher Walker in breath Helen Bonham Carter who plays Bellatrix the Strange and the Queen of Hearts is on there Jeremy Irons is on there uh, let's see. I need the rest of them. Al Pacino. Glenn Close. 
is on there. Samuel L. Jackson. But he plays too many hero roles to really be considered the perfect villain. Right. So, yeah, those two women are on there. I, I can okay. get behind that. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I just, I'm uh, Gary Oldman. And it's not even that he's mastered the villain as much as he's just a master at his craft. Agreed. And, uh, you know, Christopher Lee's got them funky, you know, wizard fingers and the deep voice. <laughs> you know, and Hugo Weaving's got that that kind of, you know, persona about him as well. So, okay. So before I wrap this up, have you been seeing all the trailers for Black Adam, and are you getting more or less excited about it? Yo, I'm, 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 I'm on, look, I'm on the hype train, man. Okay. I, I'm okay. so jacked for Black Adam. I saw an article that made me a little bit sad where apparently after they restructured, WB reached out to Henry Cavill about taking up the mantle of Superman again, and he was like, nah. <laughs> so Wow. Yeah. That 100% unsubstantiated rumor. So they may not have done it, or he may not have said no. <laughs> but here's a, but if here's the thing. Uh, if they really are casting him as Dr. Doom, and they're going to, you know, kind of build the next phase of the MCU around Dr. Doom, I can get how you'd say no to Superman. Yeah. Just in terms yeah. of doability. Well, okay. And here's the thing. You played the hero in DC. Now you get to play the villain in Marvel. Well, sure. I mean, you know, that's dude, a great, that's a great, you know, yeah, I mean, Henry Cavill's a super nerd, right? I mean, like, for real. Exactly. Like, he, he is exactly. a nerd. He's already the Witcher, so we get to see him, you know, in that. But here's the thing. In Mission Impossible, whatever that was, the seventh yeah. one or whatever, or six or whatever one it was. 27, you know, it doesn't yeah, matter. sure, sure, sure. He was the bad guy, mm-hmm. right? And so, but then in uh, Man from Uncle spy movie he's the good guy so apparently we're just going to watch him play the good and bad uh <laughs> of these like man from uncle's good spy mission impossible bad spy dc superhero marvel villain so which i'm here for i'm a big henry cavill guy so you know if you also if you want to make him the next james bond 100 percent, i'm good Totally down because they're th- they're saying you know that they're they haven't announced it yet and they're having and it's not going to be Idris Elba because it's, he's too which old. which will make Trey sad yeah but he's too old like they're 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 trying to get a ten year commitment out of somebody you know wow. Idris Elba's too old to play Bond but if that's the case then you need to make him a Bond villain right now yeah like make him the next bad guy and all will be forgiven. But also because y'all him haw around and take forever. But Henry Cavill, he was he was born in eighty three, so he's thirty nine. He is the perfect age. Because I was like, he's about. I mean, he and I are about the same age, which is super depressing when you think about. <laughs> uh, for you, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah I mean, we just you know what I'm saying. You find out. You're like Henry Cavill, who is just a freaking rock star and good looking and jacked and a super nerd. And you're like, oh, by the way, he's only a year older than you. You're like, shut up. 
<laughs> what have I done with my life? <laughs> right. Gosh. Uh, so, anyways, uh, anyways, I, I'm I'm here for I'm here for Black Adam. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah. At first, at first, when it was announced and and all that, like I was excited because, I mean, I'll see anything with a rock in it, basically. Sure, but, for sure. But the more I see of it, and the more you know, they're explaining the story and stuff. At least from the trailers, like yeah, yeah, it should be a great movie. and should be. And here's the the kicker that that it's not a shocker. At least they won't be to us, but. Um, the person that's going to steal this movie is not The Rock. It's Pierce Brosnan as Doctor. Oh Fett. yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. a former so, James Bond, you know, a former James Bond, who just every I, the only thing I don't like about him is his helmet doesn't have any eyes. <laughs> but that's it. But that's a minor complaint. I think that he was perfectly cast as Dr. Fate. And we'll see so, if he can pull it off, which I believe he can. Oh, I a hundred percent think he can too. And, uh, yeah. So, okay. That about wraps it up for us. I think, I think we've exhausted the topics we wish to cover. I mean, unless you just want to argue for 20 minutes, <laughs> Like Trey and I do. <laughs> no, no, I think I'm good. I think I'm okay. good. <laughs> I think I think you guys like to argue just to hear your own voices. But anyway, uh, I, I digress. Uh, I, I, I digress. So yeah. if you have thoughts on anything that we've talked about tonight, uh, She-Hulk, Andor, uh, House of the Dragon, and Rings of Power, or who the best movie villain actor is please hit us up on facebook please hit us up on instagram we would love to hear from you we would love to interact with you uh thank you once again for tuning in and letting us fill your head with useless information yes and as usual please stay geeky my friends embrace your inner geek we're out of here we will see you later (laughs) 